With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome back to another edition of Ball Don't Lie right here on 1049 The Horn. We like to call it the Hump Day edition of Ball Don't Lie. We got a lot to get into on the show. Uh, we're going up until 7 o'clock, but we started a little bit late for Texas baseball. As a matter of fact, we'll review the Texas baseball matchup a little bit with our man Hardball here right here on 1049 The Horn. We'll break that down. Also, we'll get into the, the NBA playoffs because the Boston Celtics found a way to keep hope alive. Keep hope alive. Keep hope alive. They stave off elimination. We'll break that down as well. We'll also get into the uh, Athlon preseason all Big 12 teams. So we'll talk a little college football. Longhorns getting a lot of love there. Davis Mills saying he wants to compete for the starting job for the Houston Texans. DeAndre Hopkins has already named his wish list of uh, quarterbacks that he potentially like to play with. We'll get into that discussion and do that uh, with NFL news notes and nuggets coming up in the 4 o'clock. we got a Special guest coming up for you for Harsh Knock Life. We'll give you some details about that as well. Before we do, let's introduce you to the rest of the crew. He was a second-round pick for the Montreal Expos, but a first-round pick for the Austin Radio Network. He originally committed to the University of Texas, but decided to forego the 40 acres and chase his dream in the cheese. Pimpin' ain't easy, but for this man, it's a breeze. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Mike Hardball Hard. What's going on, brother? Man, it's a tough one. It's a tough one today. And uh, we'll get into it a little bit. But, you know, the Longhorns had a chance to kind of shape the destiny of this team after all the awards and all the Mm -hmm. accolades that they got. And then today, lost against that team that we were talking about yesterday, Rod. You and I broke broke it down. Talking about this team from Kansas, and I was like, "You got to come out and play the game." And I asked you if they were a, uh, they were a threat. You said, "Yes, sir." Everybody's a threat. You said, "You said everybody's a threat." <laughs> everybody's and a threat. You were right, and that's how it goes down. Because oh, hey, that's how, again. Hey, that's how baseball go. That's how baseball go. But let me talk about my man that sits across from me every single day. He hails from H Town with the get down. He's a lifetime Longhorn and a proud card carrying member of DBU. Legendary lifetime and now college football Hall of Fame Longhorn Derek Johnson said he was the best cover corner he had ever seen. He's a former NFL DB that still has that passion for film study 
But he's not a fan of white condiments. But, of course, he is a fan of you, the listeners. He is my man and yours, Rod Babers. I appreciate the intro, as always. That's not to waste any time. Introducing the real MVP, one of the hardest-working members of the ARN family. He's got a hustler spirit, period. We don't know what he's paid, but we're pretty sure that he's underpaid. It's Patrick Davis, y'all. What's going on, Patrick? Um, you know, we're doing as well as we can be after uh, after loss. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. it was you know, it was, it was just looking like a, a, a competitive postseason game uh, matchup, uh, you know, six innings in, um, and then the Grand Slam, the Grand Salami. That changes the whole game. Yeah, that changed the yeah. entire complexion of the yeah. game uh, for uh, Kansas, and they end up getting the win 6-3 to three over the Longhorns. All right, Harge, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll get to NBA playoffs here, too, and review that matchup. Uh, so we'll kind of split up this segment a little bit, and then we'll get back on track, top of the 4 o'clock. Oh, before we do that, uh, let's not forget this. Uh, Harge, uh, what you got coming up in Harge Knock Life? you got a special guest for the people. Yes, we do. We They continue to move on. The Westlake Chaparrales have continued to move on in in the high school playoffs. So we're going to have Coach J.T. Blair come on at 4.30 in the Harge Knox Life as he reviews the Round Rock uh, uh, game, plus he's going to preview the Eagle Pass game. That's who they have next. Okay. All right. Uh, so that'll be coming up. So, we, you know, it's a, it's a weird show because we started a little bit late. So, uh, Harge basically uh, going to take care of our version of the flex. There, there it is. That's Harge our flex. He always, uh, he's always handling double duty. Right? <laughs> Trying to do what we he make is a, it do. He's a renaissance man. Okay. Uh, so we'll get to that. Also, spec text line wide open for you. 512-337-3776. You also can use the Twitterverse. Harge is at Harge, uh, Hardball Harge in the Twitterverse. My man Patrick Davis at It's Patrick Davis. I'm at Rod Babers. All right. Let's talk Texas baseball first. First, um, Harge, give us your thoughts overall um, as to why it ended up, you know, so tight. I and mean, it could just be uh, for Kansas, uh, obviously, putting their best foot forward. Um, so I'm not taking anything away from them. But tell me why you think Texas came up short in this matchup. Well, I think it was the same thing that we had talked about before. I mean, coach, uh, pitcher Bumgarner for Kansas had pitched well against mm-hmm. the University of Texas before. Uh, and it was against Lucas Gordon up in Kansas, up in Lawrence, Kansas. He went out there and did his best, and that's exactly what he did again today. He kept him off balance. It was uh, one of those games where if you're not dialed in mm-hmm. and paying attention to what you can control, because we always talk about it, control the controllables, right? What you can control. You can't control that you don't have a lot of fans in the stands. You can't control that the way that the game started was a little bit slower than what you were expecting. What did we talk about before, too? The top of the lineup. They were mm-hmm. 9 of 9 against uh, West, Virginia. West Virginia. Yeah, Not the same thing. They didn't come out the same way. Dylan Campbell didn't get his first hit until the sixth inning. There was ups and downs. Keep the streak alive. He, ca- he did. Keep, the, alive. keep hope alive. <laughs> keep keep hope alive. alive. That's keep right. Keep alive. the streak alive. <laughs> he did that. He did that. But you sit here and you look at it and it's like you can't underestimate your opponent because the game that they need is more important than the game that you need. You said that yesterday. I did. You talked about how they, they need this for their postseason hopes to stay alive to even get a chance. Yes. To, get a ch- in the to be in dance. a conversation. Yeah. And it's important for Texas to go out there and play their best game. So you look at it and you're like, okay, here's where where it ended up happening. This is something that for me, and I said this yesterday, you asked me, what does it take for Texas to host a regional? I said they have to win the first two games of this tournament. I said they have to win the first game. Yeah. 
then the second game is a luxury. And you if you can go out there, point, you said style, style points, points matter. matter. Yeah, and I look at it the exact same way for Texas to go out there and not get that dub. It's a big, big situation. It was one pitch, technically. You know, Travis Staley comes out of the bullpen. He comes in, gets the bases loaded, and they give up the big bomb, grand slam. It's hard, especially late in the game. Mm-hmm. If it had happened early in the game, yeah. Texas could have chipped away and they could have done some different things. Yeah. When it happens late in the game, it's a tough, tough road to hoe, and they couldn't they couldn't get it done today. Uh, somebody who did, uh, you know, they – the tough road to hoe. Okay, yeah, I always had a problem. Yeah, with that, that was that, that is a little yeah. bit different. Because if I flip the saying and say I want to hoe the road, then yeah, you know, nobody's gonna. Yeah, I mean <laughs> exactly. You know, I, <laughs> exactly. I, I know. It, you know what I mean? I, yeah. I know. Tough. I understand what the saying comes tough from. Tough situation to get I through. Try, if I try to flip it, then <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Anyway. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> Jack O'Dowd. Yeah, um, he he came. He actually had. He came ready to play. You might be talking about maybe his best game that he's played as a Longhorn. Two no home doubt runs, about went it. Four or four, right? Have you, no doubt about it. I've no never question. seen Jack play a better game. <laughs> and he's and th- I've seen Jack go from one stance, two stance, three stance. He did the two step, and now my man is up there, and he went up there free, easy. That one at bat, I think he fouled off like seven pitches to get to the point where he got a pitch that he can handle, and he hit it into the stands. And he gave us a little sidestep shuffle. Hey, he's feeling himself. He earned it. He hey, earned dude. that one. Hey, man. He earned that he one. I was proud swag, of Jack man. O'Dowell right yeah, there. Yeah, he got swag right yeah. there. Hey, the team needed it. Um, he gets to sprinkle some of that swag on his teammates. They needed that. But uh, Jack yeah. O'Dowell had a, a fantastic game, so congrats to him. But um, they don't get the dub. Uh, so uh, Longhorns will be uh, playing tomorrow morning. Do we, yes. we know they're playing already? They play K-State. They play K-State. K-State, K-State. pre-game, 45 a.m. Woo. Yeah. Kegs and eggs for real. That's uh, that's early, man. That's, that's early. kegs and re- eggs for real. So they'll interrupt uh, B and E. Uh, so before they're uh, out, but uh, you'll get. I'm sure they'll get a nice breakdown from B and E about that matchup, and we'll talk a little bit more about it too coming up later on yep. in the show. But the Longhorns come up short, lose to Kansas. Now they got to face the other Kansas school in the Big Twelve, Kansas State, and man, Purple Kryptonite. How, there they, it is again. They, and I know I said this. You know, you said this yesterday when I asked the same question: Are they dangerous? Uh, Obviously, they're dangerous, but give me a little what your thoughts about K-State just early on. They're dangerous, too. They're a team. Remember, going into the last weekend, they were another team that was battling to be the Big 12 Conference Championship. And we went through this conversation, and I heard multiple people talk about it. Texas could have went from number one to number seven, depending on the weekend. A lot of room for error there. And in in between that, K-State was in the mix for the one through seven matchup, too. So they were always in the mix from the very beginning. But, again, you have to go out there and handle your own business, regardless of how many. You think that you didn't have very many fans there today. Hmm. Uh, There is a lot of people that won't be there tomorrow either because you know why? Most people were waiting to try to come in for the 4 o'clock game. On Thursday, leading into Mm -hmm. the Memorial Day weekend. So Texas, as you sit here right now, you're looking at them like you have to win tomorrow. There is nothing else. Because that, too, changes the way the narrative goes for you to host this regional. Because before Coach Pierce, yesterday, he was like, oh, yeah, there's no doubt. I think we should be hosting a regional. 
Well, then today you go out, you lose to the number eight team in a conference, and you don't look that great. It style points. Yeah. Style points are always a factor to it. Mm-hmm. And yes, today, today you didn't have good style points. Um, a texture says, uh, the you go look at about Jack O'Dowd, he had that, um, <laughs> that at bat where he batted 14 pitches, yeah, 12, 12 pitch at bat, 12 <laughs> or 14 pitch at bat. He went up there and he kept fouling off, and it was 3 2. It was 3 2. I'll give Joe Cook credit because Joe Cook had the tweet here, so that's where I got it. Jack O'Dowd. Battle for 14 pitches with Colin uh, Bumgarner before slamming the 15th pitch. Yeah. 419 feet. Yeah, it was impressive. Eight uh, miles per hour exit velocity. Hey, and and again, <laughs> he pimped it. Yeah, he did. Yeah. He, he deserved it after that. Look at he, that. He, he battled. He, he, yeah. he, just, that he was just making sure it stayed fair. Yeah, he was like, stay fair. <laughs> gotta, he had to put some I know I got that. He had to put, I know. A little, put a little English on there. And, and if you <laughs> go back and watch it, he put he dropped the bat like, ooh, got him, coach. Got him, coach. <laughs> I loved it. Hey, I loved you, it because that kid has gone through so much. He's gone through so much. And if you don't know the backstory, his dad used to be the GM for the Colorado Rockies. Mm, interesting. He came in, he transferred in from uh, Vanderbilt, had to sit, got his opportunity to play this year, was one of the top players in the state of Tennessee when he was coming out of high school. Like, this kid has gone through a ton, and that at bat, he had, if you go back and look at the beginning of the season, you'll see one stance. If you go back and midway through the season, you'll see another stance. And then today, you saw a different mm. stance and my man went four for four with two home runs and that epic 14 pitch at bat. Uh, yeah, it's unbelievable. Have yourself a day. Jack have O'Dell. a have, day, Jack O'Dell. I know it would have been better. You would have had a and little bit more too. fun if you got a dub. Get the dub. Yeah, you get the dub. Yeah, too. Trust no. me, I, I feel you, Jack. I've had uh, performances <laughs> like that. I got a pick six in the Texas OU game. Think to myself, all right, you sit, baby. Rod B got the pick six in the dub over OU. Oh, yes. man, it's going down. And, yeah, it went down all right. Hey, right down, downhill. Speaking of that, right? Speaking of your pick six. Speaking of your pick six in that Oklahoma game. When I played golf the other day. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. At the the B and E, I mean uh, the the mullet open. The mullet open, yeah. Some of the people that were around me in my group told me he said Rod would never remember this, but when he had that pick six, he ran into the end zone. Yeah. And I was screaming my head off because Rod was running straight at me. And he had TMJ. And his jaw got locked screaming what? for you. And if you look in the picture, Are you there's a guy. Where? On like at field level? Yes, he was right there. You ran towards him. <laughs> And he said that he he was diagnosed with TMJ in his life. And he was screaming so loud for you that his jaw locked and it looked like he was still screaming. He got locked, But he he couldn't close his mouth. 
Man. Yes. I don't know if that's a compliment that Rod B gave uh, that man Lockjaw or not. It, yeah, it is. It is. It is. It is. You didn't, you didn't knock him out, though. And I oh, got to yeah. go back and watch that oh, video. When he I said, when him. you watch the video, you fantastic. will see him. He said, man, wow. Rod B ran straight at me, and I was cheering so hard, and my jaw <laughs> locked up because I had TMJ. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Oh, like, man. Yes, bro. That is great. I yeah. need to meet this this person. Oh, yeah. That is fantastic. He's a Westlake parent, that, FYI. That is a great yes. story. Uh, honestly, yeah, hey, man, honestly, I— I, I understand the excitement. Yes, yes. I felt it too. I felt it. I was like, "Oh man, this is it. It's happening. It's happening." Yes, you it's were happening. really. You, I caught it. Oh, I caught it. That's the first thing. <laughs> that's how you know God was involved. <laughs> yeah, angels in the, angels on the football An- field. Kind angels of in the outfield. Placed it right in Robbie's hands. Usually, Robbie tipped that. Falls out. Everybody's like, oh, "Damn it, Babers." Uh, hey, no, call to it. the house, dog. To the crib too, man. To the that crib. Was nice. You cribbed him. And then T-Bone before T-Bone. Exactly. Hey man, that was nice. There it is. Sorry, we got the L though. <laughs> yeah, Jackal down. Goes back to have your seven day, Jackal Down. Don't worry. Don't let that take away your your, your I know, shine. I know it hurts a little bit, but yeah, don't let that take away the shine. Bro. You, you got tomorrow, bro. You, you got tomorrow. <laughs> uh, all right, let's get. We know what we're a little bit late, so let's get to the break. We come back. We'll get into uh, the NBA. We're going to talk about a lot of different stuff. So we'll just have kind of a smorgasbord. I got some NFL topics I want to get into as well, but we got to talk about the NBA and get into the Boston win over Miami to keep their hopes alive, and then we'll jump into some NFL topics. All that and more right here on Ball. Don't lie, wonderful, none of the horn.